You are listening to the Wisdom with Trish podcast. This is episode 81, interview with whole food plant-based eater and marriage life coach, Jaquel Toll. Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish, I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years and I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep, most of my life I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Hey, a few things before we get started with our interview today. I wanted you to know that in the show notes today, I have two freebies for you. One of the freebies is... I made a small mini video course that explains the three basic parts of living the Word of Wisdom. It's the doing part of the Word of Wisdom. As you know, we all obey the Word of Wisdom, but what would it look like if we lived the Word of Wisdom? And I do a whole training about it to take out all the guesswork. So if you'd like to learn more about if you really had your heart tugged at and you're wanting to more closely follow the Word of Wisdom go download that video course. It's free on my website and I put the link in the show notes. The other thing I have for you is, as you know, as you come join Breathe, we have weekly meal plans where you get three dinner ideas with the recipes and the shopping list, plus usually like a dessert and like a like a snack item or something like that. Anyways, and that's what the Breathe women get every Friday in their in they get that email to them. And you can purchase my meal plan separately for $17 a month, but it does come free and breathe. Well, I made it possible so each and every one of you could try one week out, one week of meals free. You can try one week and see what you think. Um, And I actually put some of my best recipes in that week of meal plan that is available to you free. So that link is also in the show notes. So yeah, go get those freebies, y'all. Okay, you're going to love the interview today. You're going to love my guests. So okay, here we go. All right, I'm so excited to have Jaquel Thol on our, did I say that right, Jaquel? Jaquel Toll. Toll, it's not with an H. She spells it with an H, but there's no H. So Jaquel Toll on our podcast today. Um, so Jaquel is actually a podcast listener and, um, and honestly, she's now become kind of a friend to me because that's what happens on social media and you become friends with people. And I had asked her if she'd come on and kind of tell her story. And I think y'all are going to love her today. So, hey, Jaquel. Hey, (laughs) so glad to be here. Yes. And Jaquel has her own podcast. So this isn't even scary to her. She's like, yes, let's go. Let's, let's chat. do it. <laughs> um, so Jaquel, tell everybody a little bit about you and then tell us a little bit about your life before finding plant-based eating. Yeah. So I grew up just on a 
standard American diet. It's not too healthy. <laughs> and yeah, and I, um, I've always like wanted to eat healthier. Like I've always had that mindset kind of and gone in waves, but especially after my second son, I started to have a lot of like pain and cramping in my stomach. And um, I went on this search to find what should I be eating? Cause I just knew that food had a lot to play into that. I knew there was some stress and other, you know, other things maybe too, but I just felt, you know, like food has impact and that's not really taught all the time. Right. But I just kind of knew that like food has impact. So I got to this place where like the cramping would be so bad. I would get in these weird spells where like my hands would like clamp up and my arms like would go numb. Like circulation was really bad, I guess was going on. And so I, I researched and I found somebody that had this 30 day diet that was no dairy, no sugar and no gluten. And so I decided to try it and I had the mindset like, okay, I'm going to go in 30 days. And, but that was it. Like, no way <laughs> am I doing this for more than 30 days? Like I better be healed like <laughs> after these 30 days. So I go into it and I start doing it and I had a pretty good mindset. Like I took a lot of time to prep and figure out foods I would like to eat during that time. And then once I finally jumped into it, like it was pretty easy because I kept thinking when this is done, I'm done. Like I'm going to have all the other things I want to eat. And so after those 30 days, I was supposed to like introduce gluten back slowly and dairy back slowly. And once I had like one bite of it, I was like downing all of it. Like it was so hard to like, not like to do that slowly because your body like still my body still wanted those things. Right. And so when I started giving it back, I was like, okay, I'm done with this diet. And I just went full in. And then I went to this fireside and I got home and I seriously looked like I was pregnant. My stomach was so bloated and I went to sleep hoping that it would just go down by morning. And I woke up and it was like 5 AM, I think. And I noticed I went, I went to the bathroom, I think, and I looked and my face was just swollen. And then I looked on my stomach and I was not swollen, well, swollen, but also like hives. Like I just had hives everywhere on my stomach and everything. And so we started trying to call like a phone doctor to figure out what we needed to do. We didn't have any Benadryl or anything in the house and the swelling just keep getting bigger and bigger. And it was like scary. Cause it was like on my face and near my throat. I was afraid like I wouldn't be able to breathe soon. And I, once the doctor finally, like my husband, and I decided we were going to the ER. And so once the doctor on the phone finally answered, they were like, could see me. And I was like, um, spinning kind of like, couldn't see straight. And she was like, this is emergency get to the ER right now. <laughs> and so we hurry and go and jump the kids in the car, run over to the ER and they did so many tests and things. They got it. Like they gave me Benadryl or whatever, you know, but then they had me do all these tests and I wasn't allergic to anything. <laughs> like nothing came back, that I was allergic to anything. You're like, then what is happening? 
exactly i was so confused and so then i've heard since then that like you have to be eating the certain things to find out if you're allergic to them for a certain amount of days i don't know it's just like all confusing and so i was terrified of food like i was so scared to put anything in my mouth because i didn't want to end up back in the er mm. and so i just eat like really simple simple things and like broth or like you know just like simple things and I just slowly like kind of my stomach started to adjust to how I was eating which was just kind of normal how I was again and I just kept praying like there's got to be something like a way to eat the health world just was so confusing like they tell you one doctor will say like tomatoes is healthy. And one's like, that's the worst thing you can eat is tomatoes. You know, like it was just so confusing online. Like something I felt like, well, that would be healthy. Other people thought weren't. And so I was just confused. So I started praying about it more diligently to ask Kenley Father to help me find the answer. Like what really is healthy? How should I eat to take care of my body? And I joined this business coaching program and I was watching one of the old videos and there was you being coached <laughs> about your business and I just like fell in love with you right then because you're awesome <laughs> and then you said like something about not eating meat dairy and oil was the answer and I was like what is she talking about like <laughs> never heard that before that sounds so weird <laughs> <laughs> and it just got me like I researched more like who you were I found you I started listening to your podcast and then I learned about whole food plant-based I I like just found everything I could I found discovering the word of wisdom stuff online and just started soaking in stories from people and I just knew that this was my answer mm. like Henley father had shown me how I should eat and it just felt so freeing to know like what is required of me to like have a really healthy body mm. and I remember doing a call with you and telling you about my struggles and it's all in the poop you know <laughs> the poop tells it all yeah. and I just was thinking about I, I remember talking to you about my sons like they're in the bathroom and they say their stomach hurts. And you said, just take out dairy. I promise you, like it will help them so much. And I did that. Like I really focused on limiting their dairy and they have not like every once in a while, cause they still have dairy. Sometimes they'll say their stomach hurts, but it is nothing like it was before then. Like since we've done that and we've like, we don't buy milk anymore like dairy um cow milk you know anymore and just even that one change like I feel like has been and we hardly do cheese on things if we do for them just little bits and I just have seen that huge difference in them and it's made me so happy and that's amazing yeah yeah and so well if moms I, are listening and you're kind of new to the podcast you just have to know that dairy paralyzes our bowels, mm -hmm. whatever yeah. the hormones that the, the mama cows are making that in a human body paralyzes the bowel. And so if you have constipated kiddos, it's the dairy. 
that's mm-hmm. and we live in such a dairy focused world right like totally. I was with like the yogurts and the string cheeses and the and I felt like those were like really great options for my kids especially yeah me too because I'm like that's just protein and I was just wreaking havoc on them and I had no idea yeah no clue like you think those are the things you should be like I'm a good mom I'm feeding them good things yeah. <laughs> you're all a good mom no matter what but <laughs> you know what I mean like you think that you're but giving them a good option noisy. and it's yeah yeah that noisy like you talked about that you know so it's so confusing and we yeah. really do we think that our kids need that and it's yeah. confusing just well they, we know they don't but we didn't know that till now. Like we, you know what I mean? Like we just didn't know what we didn't know. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So I've, um, so I've been trying more and more and I've seen that effect on me to switching over to a whole food plant-based. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm, I, I don't think I'll ever be a hundred percent, but I want to get to that place where that's mostly what I'm eating. I'm not quite there yet. But I've made so many changes and seen my health change just by making little adjustments to switch out dairy products in my food. And I hardly ever have dairy. And um, so I just want to get better and better at eating more vegetables, like focus on the things I need, like my body needs and craves to get to that optimal health. But just the little changes I've made have made such a huge difference. And I've just, anytime I feel like, like with that 30 day diet, I was just like, okay, just these 30 days, you know, kind of thing like this, that mentality, any, as I'm trying to switch over to this whole food plant-based, I just have been doing it kind of slowly for my mental health. I feel like to help myself little by little get to where I want to be so that I don't feel like, oh, what am I doing? I need to go back to what I was doing before and, and freak out about it. And so I can just feel at ease about like my health. I'm not going to end up in the ER, (laughs) like all this stuff, like it's all good. I just been giving myself that grace. I love that so much because I think that we are, we, we believe in like creating small habits and like building on them. Yeah. All that goes out the window when we talk about food. Yeah. Talk about food, no, it, and even like in our support groups that we're in for plant-based eating, they'll be like, oh, a hundred percent, it's way easier. Well, maybe yeah. for some people, but for some people that is just going to cause a rubber band effect that yeah, you know, the pendulum and they'll go the other way. So I yeah. think that we do have to give ourselves grace in our process and, and mm-hmm. think, and know that that's the perfect process for us. And we're yeah. like, that's what we were kind of chatting before we started the call what, or the podcast was everyone's process is perfect for them. They just have to decide I'm doing it perfectly for me. Yeah. And is that going to grow and get better? Of course it is. But thinking that it's not thinking that we should always be doing it better actually keeps us stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cause when I'm thinking I should do this better, I reverse and I actually end up doing it worse because (laughs) I'm thinking I should be doing something different when I just accept where I'm at. And then that kind of moves me more forward. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. So let's, okay. So y'all don't know this about Jaquel, but she is a life coach. So of course I'd like want to pick her life coach brain today. She um, is actually a marriage life coach. 
And I thought it would be a wonderful part of the podcast today to incorporate some thoughts from her about, I think what happens, we decide to go plant-based or we wanna be more plant-based. And as women, we decide, okay, I'm doing this. So come on family, we're all doing it too. And then sometimes that doesn't go so well. Or yeah. sometimes we, I, I, you know, joke and say when the humans don't behave that we live with and don't do it the way we want them to do, mm -hmm. um, what do we do about that? Like, and so let's, I just would love for us to have a conversation about that today. Cause I know that women come and work with you to mm -hmm. when they need help with their marriage. And mm -hmm. I think that yeah. can be a stumbling block for so many. I mean, I tell us what, what was that like for you? I think that you're experience is a little bit nicer than what maybe some have had, but tell everybody yeah. what it was for, like for you and then we'll chat about it. Yeah. Um, I heard that, uh, what's it called? The documentary Game Changers was a good one to show guys. <laughs> so I showed that my, I watched it for the first time with my husband and he was pretty on board. Like, oh, I thought we needed me, you know, for protein but maybe there's another way, you know, kind of thing. And so he was pretty on board. He's not like as gung ho about it as me, but in some ways he does better than me. Um, but he, yeah, he's been very supportive. So that's been a really good experience because he, he's very supportive, but it's been struggling because a struggle in some, some sense, because he, his love language is like me making him food. <laughs> and there's certain meals that I know he loves and he wants, like he would love for me to make them for him kind of thing. And first of all, I hate cooking. <laughs> like okay. I, do, I don't love, I don't love cooking. I, I prefer like something super simple. Like that's been kind of intriguing to me when it comes to whole food plant-based. I'm like, I just need to heat up some vegetables and potatoes or whatever, you know, like whatever it is kind of thing, because I just want to keep it simple. But, um, so that's been kind of my journey is like, sometimes I worry about making him happy. Right. But the wonderful thing about life coaching that has helped me is to realize that I actually don't have that power, <laughs> right? I don't have the power to make my husband happy. I only have the power to control how I show up. His happiness depends on the thoughts he chooses to think. So when I make him some food, then he thinks happy thoughts about it that make him happy. It's not actually me making the food, right? And that doesn't mean though that I don't try to do things that make it easy for him to think happy thoughts. Like I want to be that kind of wife that that shows up and, and loves my husband in a way that it's easy for him to think happy thoughts, right? <laughs> but the power comes in realizing that the biggest thing that it helps me with is realizing that other people can affect how I feel. It doesn't matter how other people show up, I can still choose happy. I can still choose peace. And so, so when it comes to like your, you wanting to make a change, right. And maybe your family doesn't, or they're on a different journey. Like 
like you've shared a lot before, like everyone is on their own journey. And once we can come to accept that and just focus on what we can control for ourselves and realize that their experience around that is exactly what they're supposed to have, that just feels so much more peaceful because it's reality. Mm -hmm. Right. So I've just found so much peace in that, like just, you know, and when it comes to my kids too, like no matter how they behave, like I, and, and we all have human brains that thinks, no, the way that they behave is what makes me feel a certain way. We've been grown up. We've been taught that all growing up, like you hurt Sally's feelings, right? Like what you did hurt her feelings or you made them sad. Right. And so that's, that's just been so powerful to me. Not that we want to do things that it's easier for people to feel sad, but I can control how I feel. And my brain always wants to go to, no, they're making this happen. <laughs> it's like a, a protective mechanism, I think sometimes, but, um, when I can just take that control back, so powerful, everything changes. Okay. So. But I hear you, but I also think some of the women are like, yeah, well, I'm supposed to save my husband's life. Yeah. I know my husband, it's not just about, I want him to be healthy. Like he has heart disease. Yeah. I have to, I have to save him. What do we tell them? What do we tell them? So I think the biggest thing is why do you feel like that's your responsibility? And can you even have that? Like, is that even possible to control? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think as moms and wives, we really do take that on. Like we take mm -hmm. it on like, um, well, he's not going to do it. So I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> in actuality, I think even to that, it's what you said earlier is everyone's having their perfect experience. Yeah. And their perfect experience might be, well, we know is whatever's happening. And if they're not taking care of it, and I'm not saying like, I think that if your husband's willing and he's trying to fight his heart disease and you're trying to support him, that's one thing. But when we're trying to control our husbands, yes. to do what we think is best for them, it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't really work anyway. Yeah. Cause we can't like, this like, I guess we could try physically grab their hand and put certain things in their mouth. Right. But they have agency <laughs> and they're going to, when you're not around, they get to put whatever they want in their mouth or do, you know, whatever it is that they want to do. And so we really don't have that control. So pretending like we do and trying to control them and what they do I like to think of it, okay, how do I feel when somebody's trying to control me? You know, how do I, if somebody's trying to manipulate or, you know, control me and, and to do and show up a certain way, I don't want to have any part of that. Like, I don't want to like be a part of that at all. But if somebody's coming to me with love and they're offering support or help if I need it, but mostly they're just loving me, then that I want to be a part of, right? And, and when they're being patient with me and whatever, you know, progress I'm making or not making, then I want to be a part of it. 
And I just keep thinking of the scripture, charity never faileth. Like sometimes we think it will fail because <laughs> we don't choose it, right? We think there's another way. Like, <laughs> I need to, it's not going to work for this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not this, not this situation right here. Like yeah. I need to be stern. I need to be like, I need to take control and make them do this, right? Yeah. But it never does fail. When we show up with love, doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries, you know, when it comes to our relationships or those things, but we implement those through love, then everyone will want to be a part of that. Right. And I think it's so important to just respect other people's journeys and try not to judge them as well, which is hard. Like we have human brains, right? <laughs> but, but like, I, I think of like, for me, this is like a kind of silly example, but like, I wanted to eat oatmeal for breakfast, but I hated oatmeal. Like <laughs> so disgusting, gooey. Like yeah. it always looks so gross to me, right? Spirits, same. Really? <laughs> like I have to be plant-based and I, my one food I've never liked in my life is oatmeal. And that's what they're telling me I'm supposed to be eating. And I don't really want any part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of did want part of it, but I just didn't like it. Right. Like I wanted to have the oatmeal, but I like, it just seems so gross to me. And so what I started doing <laughs> was I would have the oatmeal and I would like douse it in maple syrup. So like have a ton of sweetness, right? Kind of thing. And then I, I, I think I put like some nuts and stuff to try to give it some crunchy and different things. And so I would eat that and I was like, okay, part of me was like, this is not super healthy. Like having, like I'm choosing a better syrup, but I'm still like dousing it in it, you know, kind of thing. And so, um, I was like, okay, just baby steps, you know? And so I'd start having that. And then Um, I started liking that, like, oh, I'm excited for it and enjoying it. And then I would start doing less and less of the syrup. And then I would start to like it. And then I saw somebody that they sweeten it with bananas only. And I was like, that's interesting. And so I started putting that on top of my maple syrup still on the oatmeal with some bananas and I'd eat that. And then I just slowly got less and less maple syrup. And I, to this day, love oatmeal. every morning like that's my go-to is I have oatmeal with just bananas on it and sometimes I'll cook it with blueberries or different things but um it's just like plain oatmeal I don't have anything sweetening it except for like banana and I love it like I'm just my mind's blown still to this <laughs> day. like how did I switch that you know kind of thing yeah. and I just had to do it my way and I had to like go little by little kind of thing. And it just, I can't believe how my mind was so made up about oatmeal and I switched it. Like I was able to switch it. And, and some, it, I don't think you need, anybody needs to switch that. If you don't want oatmeal, like there's other foods you can have, but that's something I wanted. And I was able to like get there by allowing myself to, to go at my pace and in my way to get to that point where I wanted oatmeal. Now I love it. And so when I think about our kids or our husbands, like we might offer them things and, and I, I feel like we do take that responsibility on like, it's my job to feed them, you know, kind of thing, which we could divvy that out or 
or put that on the husband or whatever, like we totally could. But if we want to have that responsibility to put those foods in front of our kids, just realize like, they're not going to like everything. They're not, they're going to choose and it's their own journey and they'll figure out what way they like it or how they like it, or if they even want a part of their diet or not kind of thing. And just trying to let people be at their own pace, even if it looks so far and awful to us, like it's okay. Like Henley father's there with them and he'll teach them when they want to learn and it's going to be okay. Just trusting that. Yeah. And I think too, it's the energy we come at it with. Yeah. Like at the beginning, when we go back and if you listen to my very first podcast, I really thought my husband was on board and he was doing things. And there was a time where I think I went out of town or something and I came back and there was like, he had cooked ground hamburger in my kitchen, but he wasn't smart enough to like clean it up all the way. So there was, <laughs> there was like oil that I hadn't had in my kitchen, you know, the fat from the hamburger that was like, you know, on my stove and things. And I know what it is. And I'm like, yeah. what were you eating? Like, and I felt so betrayed by him. Mm. And I never even like, it literally felt like a betrayal and like he had done something to me. Mm. Where in actuality, he hadn't done anything. Right. All yeah. he was doing was living his life and I'm over here living in my expectations. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm disappointing myself because I had, I had given him such, like now I see almost ridiculous expectations that, you know, do things like me and this is, and so I don't know if that's coming. Yeah. I wanted to, but. Yeah, well, you made it mean something about you, right? That him choosing to eat that meant something about you and what you value that had nothing to do with you, right? He just wanted some hamburger. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> but we put so much meaning around it. Like, they don't care about their health or they don't care about these other things. Like, no, we don't know what's going on in their brain. We're making up these stories that we think are so real. And we think they're facts, but they're just stories we're making up about what's going on for them or why they're doing what they're doing. I had a total story going that my husband was eating just like me and that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I never really like talked to him in the sense of, do you want to do this? Yeah. I just assumed he did because his A1C was 12. I'm like, well, of course I have, it's time for me to save your life. This yep. is what we're doing. <laughs> These are the, this is the food I'm feeding you. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I really had to, well, I had to get coached about it, A. Mm -hmm. But B, I had to, um, what I, where, what I came to was what you talked about earlier is everyone's on their own journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really, I wanted the, I want Satan's plan for my family a lot of times. I'm like, no, totally. I'm make you all <laughs> do it. I know best let's go you know like where yeah that's not the savior's way right right savior's way is oh i'm gonna let you figure this out yeah yeah so i have to say for me and my marriage it's really leveled up because it's leveled up for me in the sense of um it's so nice to not have to be in control of all the humans right that is so exhausting especially because it's not even possible it's just something i think i'm doing Right. I really can't control anybody. Right. We totally think we're controlling things, but we're not at all still. <laughs> yeah, no. And yeah. then 
on the other hand, for like my husband, I get to let go so that he gets to have his experience and figure this out for him. Yeah. He's kept his weight down. He's, he's doing things and I don't know how he's doing them. I have no idea, but I just completely stepped out. Like I truly decided it's none of my business. Yeah. I'm going to make healthy, nutritious food, but what you do is what you're doing. It's fine. Yeah. It's just so much freedom in that. Yeah. It's so freeing. And it, it, it gives trust. Like that's what we're doing is just trusting. Like, yeah, I trust you and I trust that you'll figure it out. Whatever's best for you. Yeah, so there's just so much love when it comes to that. Like when we worry about somebody, it's as if we're saying, I don't trust you. Mm. We think it's such a loving thing to worry about somebody or how things are going to turn out. Right. But really what we're doing is saying, I don't trust you in this situation to figure it out, or I don't trust any father in this situation to help it. Mm. Oh, that's, that's, that's a mind blower right there. It is. And it's taking me so much like deep thought to be like, Mm, is that true? <laughs> but I just, I, I really believe that. Like, what are we doing when we worry? Like, how is that helping at all? And what are we meaning about somebody or something or some situation when we just worry? Yeah. Well, and I, I want to add it's worry and then try to control. Like I want to do yeah. like teenagers when they struggle, I want to go in and, and create more control in their lives. Like they can't, yeah. and that's actually what I've learned when they're struggling is when I need to pull back the most because they have to, it's theirs to navigate. Yeah. They can't do that with my arms on their shoulders and me trying to control. Mm-hmm. They only do that when they feel like they can feel their wings to go, well, what do I want? What do, what's in the best interest of me? Then they can tap yeah. into that inner wisdom. Yeah. 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 And when we trust them and not, and don't try to step in and control every little thing, it gives them, like you said, that space to actually grow, to actually figure it out for themselves and, and grow. So, so beautiful. Oh, so good. Okay. Before I let you go, I'd like for you to tell everybody what is one thing that you just love about yourself? I love that I'm thoughtful. I think is the right way to word it because when I was, there was times growing up that I was the one left out. And so ever since then, instead of like making me bitter or anything like that, those experiences that I had where I was the one sitting alone has encouraged me to always like, I try to be thoughtful when I walk into a room and I try to notice who's sitting by themselves or who could use me to like uplift them. So I'm grateful that I've been able to turn those experiences that were uh, not easy (laughs) and turn them to bring a lot of joy in my life. So I'm grateful whenever I get the chance to help uplift other people. So that's a really good one. That's, I love that. So good. All right. Well, this was fun today. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Yes. It's so fun. And I, I know people might be like, oh, she is a marriage life coach. I might need that. So yeah. <laughs> where can people find you? I'll put things in the show. Yeah. Notes, but I'll let you tell them too. 
Yeah. So, um, Jaquel told Jaquel toll coaching on Instagram and my website is jaqueltoll.com and it's spelled weird. So look at the show notes. <laughs> my, my name's just hard. I feel like, but, um, yeah, I help people go from just feeling like roommates in their relationship with their spouse to becoming soulmates or wherever they're at to become soulmates. Cause I think a lot of us, when we think of soulmates, we think that's just something predetermined. Mm. We have no control over that, but I disagree. I believe that any of us can create soul, that soulmate with our spouse. And I believe coaching is the most powerful way to do that. So I do one-on-one coaching. I also have a little mini course called the communication cure to help people improve their communication so they, they can have better marriages. So amazing. All right. So everybody go check out our, the show notes and go find her. If you think if she's speaking your language and you know that you need a little help, she would be an awesome resource for you. All right, everybody. I hope you're eating plants. I hope you're being ama- doing amazing. I hope things are getting back to normal. If school's getting back and I don't know, whatever your life looks like, I just hope it's wonderful. All right. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you and then I record that and then other women will watch while you are helped and then you watch other women when they're helped. And it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful. There's a lot of other perks when you're a Breathe member. So you receive coaching, you get to watch other women be coached, and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide. So right now, there's two courses in the membership. One is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting. So if you're at the very beginning of your journey, that will help you so much. Now, if you're a little bit further along in your journey, you will probably love my course that is on self-care. And it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks. And it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you? And this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program, but now it's also offered in Breathe. Something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support. There'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with. And remember, you're going to be seeing these other women be coached. So you will get to be honestly their best friends. It will be a wonderful community. And you know, sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture, it's a little bit lonely. So that will be a wonderful support for you. The last thing, I provide weekly meal plans. 
I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can, um, it can be very user-friendly for you. So come join me in Breathe. You remember, nothing in your life has to change for everything to change. And that's the work we do in Breathe. Have you come up for air? Have you needed help to keep breathing? I got you. Come join us and breathe. Have you downloaded my free commitment planner? Okay, if you haven't, you totally need to. It's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.